Hi, I'm Elle Crawford Marsden. This is Heart to Heart, a podcast about life, love, loss and everything in between. It's a mix of storytelling and conversations with some kick-ass human beings, all with the hope that you may pick up a life gem or two to help you navigate this earth life. So join me to be entertained, enlightened and authentically guided to a more resilient life. Hi and welcome to another episode of Heart to Heart the podcast. I am so pleased that you're listening. It really fills my heart and makes me feel very grateful that I have beautiful listeners like you. I also hope that the information and the stories that I share really help you to navigate your own life because I know from my point of view life can turn up some shit sometimes that we have to actually move through and step over and anything that we can use to help us any tools and resources is always something that makes it a smoother smoother ride so I'm hoping that the information and the stories and the episodes that you listen to help you in that way. I'm going to be really upfront with you right from the beginning and let you know that I am deep in bear mode. Now that may not make any sense to you so I really encourage you to go back to an episode where I interviewed Carly Marie and she's the author of a book called Soul Modes. It's a framework around the motivational and energy cycles that we go through as women and how they impact on our lives on a daily basis. I did the interview back in May in 2020 um, and it's called Carly Marie and Soul Modes. So go check it out. But essentially, just a quick um, rundown is that every woman that she has researched and every woman who has read her books and she's interviewed goes through a cycle of modes. They start with wild mode, then into bear mode, super mode and sparkle mode. And in each of those modes, there is something that you need to do for yourself in order to fill your cup. So it's like instead of having one cup, you have four cups. And her byline for her book is you're not one woman, you're four extraordinary women. And so bear mode is a time of introspection where you might just want to sort of hustle down with a blanket and read or journal or just even binge on um, Netflix or whatever show that you watch and just really give you some time to really just sit in yourself and maybe some things that you're not um, processing that you need to process in order to fill the cup in that bear mode so that you can move through to the next one which is super mode. The super mode is where you've got all your to-do lists and you want structure and you want strategies and just a, a sort of a get done type of mode. And then it's into sparkle mode where you're craving connection and maybe just loving someone even a little bit more or just wanting to wear sort of, you know, nice romantic floaty dresses and be just a bit sort of like a sparkly fairy. And then back to the beginning, which is wild mode and wild mode is where you might make really big decisions or your creativity is really at a high. Uh, you might decide to, you know, have a new hairstyle or rearrange the furniture or have a big business project. And I make decisions in wild mode and then bear mode comes along and it's a bit like bias and remorse. You're like, bloody hell, how come I made that decision? So it's really interesting that I'm in bear mode today and I know that I'm shifting out of it because uh, I was also in bear mode yesterday. But it is something about surrender and I have not been very good at surrendering to my 
modes uh, over the years because I always felt like one I was lazy or I was inconsistent or I never finished anything all those stories that I was telling myself over the years until I came across this framework and realized that I'm just a normal woman who goes through different different moods and different cycles and that's actually okay so uh, this book has been a revelation in my life it's really helped me just to honor where I'm at and surrender to that and also just to allow myself the space that I need especially in bear mode I do find that a challenging time for myself because I like to get things done and today I'm really struggling with it because I'm holding an event which you may know already which is on the 5th of December 2020 it's my first event that I'm arranging for myself selling tickets speaking doing the whole thing like I've spoken at other people's events but I've never actually run one of my own so it's a really big deal and the story that I've been telling myself around that has been really interesting I'm going to go more into that because this whole episode is about the stories that we tell ourselves. but today I really wanted to plan it I'm stuck on a title I want to get that done and get my tickets up and so I can have them on sale on Monday so today was a day where I was going to write it all and the, the title was going to come through to me and I was going to write the copy and have it all ready to go and of course I'm in bear mode and none of that is happening it's like it's like writer's block so I figured it's no point just bashing my head against a wall. So I'll do my podcast episode on the stories that I'm telling myself, which feeds in really beautifully to how I'm feeling today anyway. So um, that was the plan. So I'm doing that now. And then hopefully the channel to my higher power will open up and a, and a title will come through and all the stuff that I need will come through and help me to plan my event. But the reason that I wanted to do this episode on the stories that we tell ourselves is because that every woman that I speak to, all my clients, all my friends, my sister, everyone that I speak to, talk to themselves with these stories that are just absolutely made up. And so I think it's really interesting when we think about that, that these stories are possibly not even true. So I just wanted to ask you to ask yourself a few questions like, do you tell stories about yourself? Have you ever been stuck in a story that just goes round and round and each time it comes round, it gets bigger and bigger and more damaging, you know, it, it makes you feel a certain way in a, in a deeper sense and it, you know, it's just crap to be honest. And is the storyteller in you just fucking with you? Like, is she just telling you stuff that is not true? And do your beliefs bubble up from your subconscious mind into your conscious mind and drive your stories and your behaviors and, you know, and just make you feel like you are maybe inadequate or a failure or lazy or whatever it is. You know, I talked on a live earlier this week about the story that I tell myself that I'm an all or nothing person. So my personality is all or nothing. And which was one of the biggest reasons that I gave up alcohol was because the story that I told myself all these years was that I could not drink in moderation, that I would either have no drinks or I'd have 10 drinks and I couldn't just have one. And which is bullshit. You know, let's let's face it, that's not true. If I if my thinking was right, I would be able to be a moderate drinker. But because 
I have had that belief for so many years and I've actually layered more thinking on top of it so that belief becomes bigger and bigger and bigger it started to drive my behavior way stronger and it just got to a point where I thought well the only way I'm going to break the cycle is to stop my drinking and that way I can get my thoughts right and then if I want to um, resume drinking at a later date um, which I'm not sure I have not made any decision on that I'm just going on a day-by-day -day basis but if I wanted to do that, or if I wanted to celebrate in the future with a glass of champagne, that my thinking would be straight and I would be able to be a moderate drinker and, and also look after the health of my body in that way. So I just feel like I wanted to talk about this a bit more about the stories we tell ourselves and how it happens and the whys around it. So the mindset flow, this is where it all begins. It all begins with your thoughts. So the mindset flow is thoughts, feelings, actions. We've got our conscious mind where all our thoughts are, our subconscious mind where all our beliefs and values and habits are, and then we have our physical body, which is how we enact our life, how we are embodied in our life. And the actions and behaviours that our physical body um, does is all... A reflection of what is in our subconscious mind because our subconscious mind just is like our autopilot and it's like sometimes when you're driving somewhere and you might have kids in the car or you might be listening to a podcast or you might just be you know full of thoughts and then you suddenly you arrive at your destination and you can't really describe how you got there you just were on autopilot and this is what the subconscious mind does and this is where our habits are. So sometimes you might be in the middle of doing something and you'll go, hey, how did I actually end up here? It's because your subconscious mind is the driver. So the beliefs sit in our subconscious mind and the beliefs, all a belief is, is a thought that is repeated over and over and over until it becomes a belief. But it starts with what happens in your conscious mind. So you are the gatekeeper of what's in your conscious mind and the stories that you're telling yourself happen in your conscious mind, but they're based on what is in your subconscious mind. So they're based on your beliefs. So if you have spoken to yourself about a certain topic over and over again and told that story in your conscious mind, the thoughts come in and then they flow through and you are the gatekeeper of your subconscious mind and if you're not paying attention they all just flow through and sit in your subconscious mind and form your beliefs and then the stories that you tell yourself are based on those beliefs so what are the stories that you're telling yourself are you telling yourself something about the way that you parent are you telling yourself something about the way that you work or that you interact with your colleagues are you telling yourself a story about your body and how it looks or feels so there's so many things that we talk to ourselves about and all of the all of those stories are based on our beliefs in our subconscious mind so for instance the story that I told myself for years and years was that I was an all or nothing person nothing moderate I was just either on or I was off and a lot of that was around food and alcohol so think about the stories that you're telling yourself and what is the foundation of them are the thoughts that you put through to your subconscious mind even true? Because as you know, your subconscious mind has no ability to distinguish what is true or what is false. So it just accepts everything that you put through there. So for me right now, my story that I'm telling myself is around my event. 
<laughs> it is really confronting when you're putting something on like this. It was very easy to make the decision to do the event. It's much more difficult to actually follow it through, see it to the actual date and then do it. The decision making was easy. Now it is difficult. And the reason that it's difficult now is because the stories that I'm telling myself are that will people come? Will people pay money to hear what I have to say? Will they drive an hour from Adelaide to Goolwa to attend my event? Will I sell the tickets that I have allotted? Will no one come? Will no one turn up and, and buy tickets to come to my event? Oh my God, it is just going round and round in my head. Now, I don't know the answers to any of those questions. They are just my thinking, making it up as I go along. So it's really something that you have to be consciously aware of and investigate every thought and every story to see if it has any fact or any trueness about it. This is a really hard part, isn't it? Because we are just such our worst critic. You know, our inner critic is our worst critic. And it's really easy to get caught up with what that, you know, that critic, the she-go, you know, whatever you want to call it, what it says to you about yourself, you know, like, well, who would want to come and see my event? Who would want to hear the information that I've got to share? Who would be even thinking that they would get any benefit from coming? So it is just all this stuff that's going around in my head, which, you know, is no, it's no wonder I can't come up with a title because it's all this other noise that's there. And it's trying to investigate that and to establish whether it is true or not. And then really trying to clear my mind. This is what I'm doing, trying to clear my mind and work from my heart space so that I know it's the soul that's whispering to me, not this bloody monkey mind shit that's in my head telling me that I am going to fail. When I have no idea what's going to happen on the 5th of December. Absolutely none, none at all. So what happens is that all that thinking in your conscious mind that goes round and round and round and round, if you could imagine it's like a sieve, you know, like that barrier between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind is like a sieve, like little net, and you're the gatekeeper. And if you're not being aware of what's happening, then these, these thoughts can sort of fall in through the sieve and, and then come into your conscious mind and form part of what is your conditioning and your values and your beliefs are all, are all there in that subconscious mind. So it's really up to you to investigate the stories that you are telling yourself and then ask them the question, one, is it true? And two, does it serve you? And if the answer to them is yes, it's true, and but no, it doesn't serve me, then you've got some work to do around changing that story and changing the so changing the actual concept. So if if the story that you're telling yourself is true and you don't like it, then it's entirely up to you to change that. And you can do that through changing your thoughts and then re-establishing some some conditioning or some beliefs in your subconscious mind that do serve you and that you are much happier with. Because I know over time in my life, there have been some beliefs that I've had that I haven't really liked about myself. And that, that has caused behaviors that I've definitely not liked about myself. So it's really important that you understand that you are the boss of all of that and you can change that. And it will take time. And as I spoke about, or as I do speak about, 
for me, you know, at 54, there has been a lot of conditioning and a lot of beliefs and a lot of habits formed in my subconscious mind. So if I want to change something, then I really need to be a bit gentle with myself and understand that it will take time and it will take lots of investigation into my thoughts to understand that they are not true and they don't serve me and then replace them with healthier thoughts. And the healthier thoughts will then be allowed into your subconscious mind and rewrite your conditioning and rewrite those beliefs. So have a think about what you are telling yourself and really be honest. Is it true? Because the ego or the she-go or the inner critic or whatever you want to call it, it wants you to stay where you are. Growth to that entity is like poison. It doesn't want you to grow because then it lets, has to let go of that grasp and you're moving through that and past that. So it's really important to investigate what the stories are, why you are telling yourself that and whether it is true or not. And it might just be a load of absolute bullshit. And it might be coming from a comment that you heard when you were a kid. You know, for me... I was told that um, my eyes were bigger than my tummy all the time. I loved my food, loved it, loved it. And if we were out and we were ordering and I would order something and then I couldn't eat it all. And instead of just being okay with that, I was told that my eyes were bigger than my tummy, which meant to me in my head was that I really had to eat everything. And that just started a lifelong battle with overeating or an emotional eating. I've got to the stage where I'm using my prey rain journaling technique, which I've spoken about in multiple um, times. And I'm using my prey rain journaling technique to straighten up my thoughts around food and around my body and what I eat and how I nourish that. So it is really possible, but when you have been conditioned in a certain way for many years, it will take time and you really have to be dedicated and have that intention to change those stories. One of the best ways to do that is journaling, whether that be, you know, emotional journaling where you're just getting it all out and you're thought purging and you're just free writing and you're just getting it all out. And that's one way to do it. Another way to do it is to use a manifestation tool, which is the Pray Rain journaling, which is when you rewrite what is in your subconscious mind by telling a story that you want to happen as if it already has happened. So for instance, for me, with my body, I write about the weight that I want to be, which I'm about two and a half kilos away from now. So that's a really good start. And I also talk about being pain free because one of the biggest things for me around my body was that I was in chronic pain, but I was in pain all the time. And I am really anti-pharmaceuticals, but Voltaren was my friend. So I was trying to actually get myself off Voltaren and to make my body in no pain. So I've been using Prey Rain journaling around that. And every day I write to myself in the mornings as if I am at my goal weight and pain free. And so that is another way that you can use to rewrite what is in your subconscious mind so that then your behavior you know, is a reflection of that. So then your behavior changes. So it's not like I'm eating more like eating as much as I was and I'm losing weight that's not it it's about changing your behaviors but the way to change your behavior is to change your thinking and your beliefs it all is part of that mindset flow thinking feeling behavior or acting you know so it is so important to think about what you want so really take some time take some time on your own give yourself some space what do I really want 
and then from there reverse engineer it okay so I really want this so I, what do I have to do in order to do that and so what is the vision so really get emotionally involved in that vision and then write that so write that to yourself a love note to yourself every day about what it is that you want to achieve as if it's already happened that'll slowly change your beliefs in your subconscious mind and therefore change your behavior so for me with the food instead of just reaching for something unconsciously reaching for food because it's a habit I actually think about it as if I had already achieved my weight goal and as if I'd already achieved my pain goal so that is something that's been really helpful for me that you might find very helpful as well and that can really play in and help you with the stories that you tell yourself so if you're telling yourself something and you're diminishing yourself in life and you want to change that you want to feel better feel remember that feeling is in your subconscious mind so you want to feel better about yourself and the results that you're getting in your life then I would really encourage you to start with making some space to really get that vision of what you want that outcome to be what you how you want to change that outcome and how you want to change the feelings that you have about yourself then start with your thoughts and really be the boss of them so really monitor what you're thinking and you don't have to catch every thought it's the second thought so you might have a thought that just comes flying in from nowhere and it's not very complimentary to yourself it's having that awareness to understand that you can stop that right then and you can reject that thought right then you have the ability to reject or accept any thought that comes in but you might not be at that stage in your growth where you can stop the thoughts you can stop those negative thoughts before they even happen. You might be along that path of awareness where you're up to that stage where you go, oh shit, that was a really nasty thought about myself. I'm going to reject that. Instead of letting it just flow through without any awareness at all. So bringing awareness to the situation is, is so important and it is the first thing you need to do. So bring awareness to the situation, monitor and investigate the thoughts that you're having, which then play into the, to the stories that you're telling yourself which then feed into your beliefs, which then feed back up into the stories that you're telling yourself. So I think that ma managing your mindset flow is so important, especially around the way you feel about yourself, your self-image, your self-esteem and how you feel about yourself. Because you cannot change any behavior when you're feeling shit in your subconscious mind. So that's why I wanted to talk today about the stories that you're telling yourself and how you can change those so that the stories are way more positive, way more empowering, empowering, think about that, having empowering stories and that they make you feel good about yourself and your life. If you're like me, hopefully you are, that's the most biggest goal for me is to feel good about myself and my life and the people in it. So just to review, when you are telling stories to yourself that are not complimentary, that are not empowering, we need to try and replace those with things that empower you, okay? So start with how it feels, make some space for yourself that you can really establish what the story is that you want to see in, happen in your life. Then is changing those thoughts, catching the thought. If it's a negative thought, reject it, replace it with something positive. And you'll have to do that over and over and over again and imprint those thoughts on top of each other over and over again because you're changing beliefs that could be completely long-standing. So it will take time and it will take intention and commitment. Use a journal, write it all down, get it all out, 
Use mantras, use affirmations, use prey rain journaling, use whatever you can to rewrite those beliefs in your subconscious mind, which will then stop you from telling those nasty, crappy, mean girl stories that you might have been telling about yourself over the time. So hopefully that helps. If you need any help, please just reach out to me. I'm here as your coach and as your buddy. So please do that. And until next week, have a brilliant, brilliant week. I hope that you catch some sunshine and that you make some space for yourself. And remember, referring back to the beginning of this podcast, you have four cups to fill. Wild mode, bear mode, super mode and sparkle mode. Check out that previous episode in May if you'd like some extra information on your cups and your modes. And do something to fill each one of those for the next week so that you feel absolutely empowered in your own being. Lots of love to you from my big squishy heart to yours and I will catch you next week. See you later. Bye.